Good evening, Patriots. And it's the end of July 4th in the year 2023. Hope you all had a great Independence Day. Hope you had some good barbecue. Remember, this is the day that you can demonstrate your full power and strength as a vegetarian. As you eat pork and meat, like beef, all grass-fed, of course, all God's perfect vegetarian products, something we need to stand strong with and enjoy our vegetarian lifestyle. I do every day. I open that freezer. I look down there and I go, look at this amazing meat that was raised on grass, the true vegetarian lifestyle. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the best. I can't think of anything finer. So if anybody ever asks, you can just tell them, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian from heaven. That's what I am. All right, Patriots, a couple things here. First off, this is the week and time of year in particular to be working in the garden on many, many levels. And I haven't talked about these folks for a while, not because I don't support them. I just, it's been so busy. But I do want to remind you that we've got some great savings to go on with this tool called a Treadlight Broad Fork. It's Broad Fork made by Treadlight. They are awesome. And they've got a great 4th of July savings going on. You can use your Bards code when you get over there and and use that like always. You're going to get free shipping. It looks like they've got some other stuff going on with 5% off or so. Really worth checking out. These broad forks, I have a number of them. I told you that. They are the best ever for doing no-till gardening. And I don't know where you are in your garden right now. I know where I am at. Everything is in full bloom. And I'm starting starters here very soon for the end of summer, which means there'll be some more bed redoing and so forth. So this is a great time to get stocked up on your tools, too, as we head into the end of through summer and then into fall. So do head on over and check out Broadlight or I'm sorry, Treadlight, T-R-E-A-D-L-I-T-E, Broad Forks. The link is always below the podcast. Use your Bards promo code. You will definitely be happy you did. There's that. And since we're just going to get this off right on the top, with the uh, all the rumble and chatter about end-of-world stuff, which is happening all the time, and it's, um, you know, like today, I don't know if you heard, today there's supposed to be an attack on the nuclear power plant in Ukraine. And then I love the way they do it. It's like it's going to happen on the 4th. But the weather may not be good, so they might move it to the fifth. It's like, oh, I guess, I guess it's their fair weather fighters. So we're not going to have a nuclear attack if the clouds are if it's a cloudy sky. But anyway, as we head towards these psychopaths and trying to run the world, EMP is a real issue, and the threat to our grid can remains a real issue. Here's a couple of scenarios just to think about. I mean, obviously, you have a weaponized EMP that could go off that would shut down the entire grid, which is very possible. I would say it's possible. I don't know how, you know, everything is possible with these psychopaths. There's also lightning strikes. There's also solar flares. And even if they surge the, if they surge the power grid, which is equally possible to try to knock power systems out, that can also create this backflow of electricity that can be very dangerous. These devices, EMP Shield, empshield.com, which are tested in the best labs in the country, and they are top-notch. They are what you definitely want in your vehicles, for your home, for your ATVs, for your for your, uh, tr- your RVs, and for your standing generators, even your ham radio stations. They will handle all phases of EMP, which includes E1, E2, and E3. They give solar flare protection and lightning protection. So I would highly recommend you check these out. They are a very low-cost insurance for each of your vehicles when you consider how much how important that is, especially in times of the times that we live in. 
So if you head on over to EMP Shield, EMPShield.com, use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, you're going to get $50 off. And then in addition to that, for Freedom Sale, they have a Freedom Sale going on across the entire site. There's an additional 10% off. So it's a great time to purchase some. They're great products. I have them on our vehicles. I have it on my ATV, all that. So it's good to have it. Highly recommend you do it. Low-cost insurance in the end of the day. So good. Check it out. Okay, so here's the deal. It's going to be a little different show tonight. I want to go over some things that are going to be more more patriot, patriotic-driven tonight. Um, I want to start with something here, and this is disturbing, and it falls on the heels of, of Sound of Freedom. And I'm going to give you the context here. So this is a catfish group that has imitated being a young boy of 14 years old. And they have met with, they're coming up to meet with the perk, perp, the pedo that was com- conversating with them, thinking that he was talking to a 14-year-old boy. It's in a Starbucks. And so this is four minutes. There's, there's some bleeps, which are just swear words or things like that. But uh, these are some real heroes here doing some hard work. And so just to also show you the context, as they come up, one guy's filming and the other guy has a binder. With he's got pictures of all the screenshots of the chat that they've been having and all the disgusting things this creep has been doing. So I want you to listen to this and keep in mind that when you're talking about Sound of Freedom and the work of Underground Railroad with Tim Ballard, and I and I commend it, it's good work, but remember, they don't do any work domestically. They just do their work internationally. And a lot of what we're talking about here in Bard's Nation in this move which we are now, which as God gave the word on this today, that is called Operation Vineyard. Operation Vineyard is going to be based on building these networks in these intelligence communication and safe houses, safe havens in every single county across our nation and in provinces across the world. So this isn't limited to outside the country. It's going to be both in and out. And that's the idea of being able to really start working to get these this filth off the street. So take a listen to this four minutes and 10 seconds. How's it going? How's it going? I'm not doing anything fine. You're not doing anything fine? Yeah. What do you mean? I'm just, I'm just. Just came to have a coffee with you. No. You don't have a coffee? No. Want me to call the police? No. Do you want to have a coffee? No. Want me to call the police? No. Want to have a coffee? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. What are you doing here? I'm just sitting here drinking a coffee. Oh my! Goodness. Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. Do you want me to read the messages? I can get. I can read them to everybody in this uh, King Supers, or we can be honest. I'll be honest, sir. Okay. okay. I'll be honest. We're recording for your safety and ours. We're not law enforcement, okay? We stopped this from happening. Okay. Um, we don't have to call the police, but I certainly will if you bullshit, okay? Okay. So depending on how you are is depending how this okay. is going to go today, okay? Okay. Thank you, sir. Um, what were you going to do today? I well, I wasn't going to do anything that he wouldn't have wanted to do. Okay, so if he wanted to have sex, would you have had sex with him? If he wanted it? Possibly. But how old was this guy? He claimed to be 14, and I, if you you read all of these, I I was trying to not, you know. So so, so this is the only 14-year-old you've ever talked to? No. 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 You were grooming him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting him to feel comfortable, and you would have gone as far as he would have gone. I understand exactly what you're saying because it all looks like that very well. But in my own mind, I wanted to just explore 
him and the aspect of... You did want to explore him. I'm going to get to that in a minute. You, you 100% today wanted to have with the child. Chuck, Chuck Flynn? No. Is that him? On the Iowa sex offender registry? Is that what I'm Are you on the registry, man? What? Yes, sir, I am. You're on the sex registry? Yes, sir, I am. Enlighten me. Okay. I was accused of using two little girls, okay? And I never did Call it. Call the police. I, I never did Call it. Call the police. You I didn't know. do it. I know, sir, I know you don't believe me. You were no, charged. I know I was charged because I, I had got a plea bargain where I said I, I had with a, a six-year-old boy. A okay. six-year-old boy? Yes. That's what I did. I guess I'll go. Say. I think we should go outside and talk so we don't okay. piss people off. Yes, sir. And then you've already done 25 years. How did you make it out of prison? They didn't want to whoop your ass in prison? And you served 25 years to a crime you didn't do, but yet you're going to do it today. No, I'm not going to do it So today. do you feel that maybe the society owes you one since you already served 25 years, now you can come a 14-year-old? No, 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 no. A four, a six, and an eight-year-old have already accused you of touching them. You went to prison for 25 no, years, no, and you're no. telling me you're not here to do it again. I That's don't. what you're telling me. Oh, I'm sick to my stomach. Yeah, I'm yeah. sick to my stomach, too. I am, too. I'm sick to my stomach, too. And you I... are a Yes, I am. He's a monster. Yes, I am. You need to be put away again. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. I, I'm nervous. You should be nervous. Call 911 and do if what? you're a man. What, what? Tell him what you did. Tell him the truth. That's yeah. it. Tell him exactly what happened. Enough you. lies, man. It's yeah, out of the closet now. Call him. You came to here to meet a 14-year-old for... Just let him yes. Be. Yes. Um, I'm calling you here to let you know that I came here to the King's Super to meet a 14-year-old child, and I'm now... Uh, here with some guys that have came here and, and confronted me about it. So I just wanted to let you know. Thank you very much. Then you hang up on them. Now they're going to call you back. You got to tell them what you're doing, man. They're going to come no matter what if you hang up on them. Okay, why don't we walk over to my car and chat a little bit, okay? okay. This officer will talk to these gentlemen. All right, do you have any knives in the weapons? Okay, go take your hands a four, a six, and an eight-year-old. That's fine. Just over here. Four, six, and eight. Two girls and one little boy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, buddy. All right, Patriots. We have a lot of discussion about this in the last couple nights, the last few nights. And um, I think it's hard for a lot of people to realize how vulnerable the children are. Children are curious. And when we let them free on the Internet, I don't care if you have parental controls or not. I don't care if you put your account on safe on Instagram, on Snapchat, whatever it is. These, des these platforms are designed to encourage and to open the doors for pedos. One thing we learned about Twitter over the last few years is under Jack Dorsey anyway. I, can't, I think Elon Musk has, has cleaned it up. But under Jack Dorsey, they could pay a special fee to get access to what we might call a virtual red door. <clears throat> and that virtual red door would allow access to information on where children could be found. There were setups done in such a way that they would be able to not only contact children, but then there was child porn used or child porn available for these people to share in back rooms set up on Twitter. The tech industry is driven into a large degree by the by the sickness and financial success of the porn industry. 
And the problem we have here with things like pedophilia is there's nothing going on domestically in our nation to be able to stop this sort of stuff. These people here, these guys here who'd run a catfish program, and if you don't know what catfishing is, it's when they pretend to be someone else of a different age, and they lure people in and create a fake persona, and then they lead to things like this where they confront them in public as who they really are and then expose them. They're relying on law enforcement to do the job. I hope law enforcement does. But we don't know. What I do know is these, without people like this, this problem is a thousand times worse. And it's, it falls on parents becoming aware. There are too many people right now that are walking with their head up their backside thinking that this problem is not real. And that goes on many, many layers. And they're not realizing our responsibility as a nation and the state of things that we are in. We are being run by pedophiles in this country. And it is so important that we start to realize the importance that we have. Americans are weak. They don't like to hear difficult truths. They want to believe in a convenient and happy culture. They want to believe in the Disneyland view of the world. They like to turn off when things get a little uncomfortable. They like to walk away. They like to, to say that it's too difficult for me to listen to it. We don't, if, and I'm just going to be honest, if that's who you are, then step out of the ring if you can't handle it because we don't need that in this. We need people with stones and spine because those are the people that are going to save this nation. Today is a day for me to honor, and I, and I want to be very, I'm going to give a personal testimony today. On 9-11 in 2017, I was being held, I was just been transferred to the Denver jail on charges that were trumped up, the charges that were later, if you know my story, 20 days held in jail until they charged me. And then two years later, those charges were thrown out of jail or thrown out of court in the case sealed. It was completely made up. Um, on 9-11 in 2017, I was standing, waiting to be processed in the Denver jail. And for the first time in my entire life, as the ceremonies were going on for the American with Star Spangled Banner and everything, I turned my back on the TVs and I said, I will never again support this damn flag or this country. It's taken a long time for me to get faith back in this nation. And it's been hard because in the process of that time, I have also witnessed a military that should have stood up in a time of need for its citizens. We've had three years into COVID and there's been Hardly anybody in the military that stood up. Do you realize that Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers and three others are the only four people in the entire Department of Defense that stood up against this vax as whistleblowers and stood up and spoke tr truth to power? Do you realize that Tom Renz, Todd Callender, and just a handful of other attorneys are the only attorneys in the nation that are standing up for the people and fighting for First and Second Amendment rights? Tyler Smith is another one. He's up outside of Portland. So it's there are a number of people that are willing to stand up and the number of people that are willing to do the right thing is very few. I have enormous respect for 
the military in their service, and I have enormous respect in particular for the soft operators that have risked their lives on so many missions. But in the last four or five days, I have watched more internet puke of egos and testimonies of the great heroics of what it took to get a bronze star with V, a silver star, a Congressional Medal of Honor. And I'm sorry if that offends people in uniform, but I want these people out here to hear this. In this war that we are in right now, when the stories are written and the histories are written, it will not emphasize the American military. In fact, there will hardly be any mention of it, nor will there be any mention of past wars, heroics done, or the stupid chest medals that people got. Because in this period of time, what will be remembered are those people that sacrificed everything to stand up, knowing they would never get an award, knowing they'd probably never get recognized, knowing that they, they did everything simply because of loving God, love for family, and love for country. And so on this day, this is the day when I can truly say I'm proud to be an American again. And I sat here earlier and I listened to that. I listened to a song, which I'll play at the end tonight, that for the first time, I really felt proud to be an American. And it's because of the Americans who didn't put on a uniform, but stood up against the most vicious tyranny, the most vicious psychological and information war ever waged on humanity. And they held the line got deeper in their faith, sacrificed everything, put it all on the line for the love of God, their family, and this nation. So coming from a guy who has served, coming from a guy who's walked in war, I want to say thank you. And I truly mean that. Because what's happened with me is this has truly revived my love for this country. For those guys out there that are sitting on the fence wondering what you're going to do, soft operators in particular, you have the training, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We're dealing with a threat that's of an unprecedented level. We are dealing with pedophiles that are on the roam. They're, they're hiding in plain sight. They're aggressive. You're dealing with tech folks and people in the digital industry that are opening the door to that. We have politicians that are all tied to pedophilia. It's rampant. We have a country that is pivoted away from God. We have people that are literally trying to just put their lives together. They can hardly get have enough time to be with their kids working, let alone being able to homeschool them. And they having their their kids are ending up going to public school and getting completely indoctrinated. And while I realize that so much of our lifestyles are built around wages, I just want to remind that community out there, because I've talked to a lot of you, I understand where you're at, I understand that financial concerns for your family are real, I understand that you've been told that politics is not part of the culture we're in, I know that you think that you can weather this out or sit there and bunker up and wait till all the shit hits the fan and you can go and pick up your guns and go, go ballistic. But you're not, that's not going to happen in this war. That's not going to happen because this war was designed to be an informational war and a war of unrestricted warfare, which hopefully everybody in the soft community has read that book by the Chinese to understand exactly what we're dealing with because that's the truth. So on this day, when we do recognize the sacrifices of those 
that gave their lives for this nation, I think it's worthy of putting some things in context. I know that if, because I've known enough of them, if the World War II generation was here today, they'd be looking at the Americans in and out of uniform that had the stones to stand up to this threat of the vax, and they'd be tears in their eyes and proud of what you've done. I know that they would sit and look at the rest of America and say, what's happened? And they would be looking at most of the military and asked and saying, you've lost your way. Because as people in military, you swore an oath of enemies, foreign and domestic. And while you can try to rationalize to yourself that somehow this doesn't have anything to do with enemies domestic because maybe you have a more liberal view or you don't think that, that it's not your place to step in, you're absolutely wrong. Because this was a global attack engineered out of our Pentagon, engineered out of our pharmaceutical companies, engineered out of our Washington leadership. And it was launched across the world, and particularly, and I want to frame this again, the military-industrial complex was hand-in-foot with the pharmaceutical industry. They launched an attack on the military and the people of the United States with a bioweapon known as a vaccine. And 90% or more of our military sat on its ass and did nothing. And so on this day, please don't ask me to tell you thank you for your service because I'm not giving it to you. For every one of those people out there in the military that held the line, God bless you. And I hope you feel more proud than ever for the uniform you're wearing no matter what the cost is because you led in a time when no one else did. And for everybody out here in America who has sacrificed, and I know you're never going to get an award, you're never going to be up for the Congressional Medal of Honor, you're never going to be up for the Silver Star or a Bronze Star with Valor, but you've got that from me. Because I know how much you sacrificed, and I know how hard it has been, but it's because of you It's because of you that this country has even a chance to survive. And that is something to hold proud. In the coming months and years, it's going to take everything we have as a nation to stand up. Now, I am privileged in so many ways because I know many of those heroes in the military that stood up. And let me tell you, I have so much respect for these men and women. But I look around at 90% of our force, and that includes soft operators, and you know who you are. And you did, not only did you do nothing, but now when certain people in your community stand up to be bold and speak truth to powers, talk about God, speak about their, their, what it is to en- enrich in America and lead them to the next step, you turn on them. And you know who I'm talking about. And I don't have to name names because you know exactly what I'm talking about. And when you do, I'm just going to say it straight up. You're just a bunch of shitbags for doing it. The real heroes are the ones that in the time of need stand up and understand we are facing a threat domestic like nothing we've ever imagined before, and they understand the critical hour in which we stand. And this takes us right back to about 1773. 
because we're not quite at 1776 yet, but I honor everything that 1776 represents because it was the handful of people that came together to sign the Declaration of Independence to stand up against the king and to pledge their sacred honor, knowing that it would cost them everything. And every one of those signers at the end of their life ended up bankrupt and broken. But they never bowed. Why that fire is not in every belly of every soldier out here and every officer, I'll never understand. But hat tip to every one of you in uniform and out of uniform that stood as one, not because you were in the military or out of the military, but you, you stood as one body, Americans together, boldly leaning in, and speaking truth to power and understanding the sacrifice that had to be made to save this nation. And we're not even done yet, but you have established the foundation from which we will take this nation back. This piece I started with, I did in particular, because this is the whole period right now with the work of Jim Caviezel and his work that his, he's taken a br brutal hit of his coming with speaking truth to power about this child sex trafficking issue. And that's the real physical threat. All this other stuff about is it the election fraud, is it this? You have to get you have to sort through that and filter through that to ask yourself what is the real threat besides depopulation? Besides depopulation, it is such an, an amazing time to look at this period and say, okay, you were gonna depopulate the world, but what were you hiding? And what they were hiding is the darkest truth of all. And we know it. And it's the trafficking of kids. Trafficking of kids. I'm, I'm going to name a few other names here, just some people that have come up. Mark Bashaw, Brad Miller, Rob Green, Pete Chambers, Catherine Arnett, Dixon Brown, Sam Sigaloff. These are all people you don't know except Pete Chambers, and one that's missed, Corey Terry, who's a, you don't know him yet. I hope you do get to meet him. He's amazing. These are all people that stood up to this thing. They're, they're military, most of them, and a mix of people. You've, had, you've heard from Brad Miller. He's been on the show. You've heard Pete Chambers. He's been on the show. In fact, you've heard Corey Terry. He's been on the show. These people in uniform stood with the rest of America the American patriots and did the right thing. So I'm going to play a piece right now. I want you to hear this. And, and I'm, I'm going to qualify this to say that it's possible, like all things in this day and age, that this could be an AI-generated thing. I have looked at it closely. I don't believe it is. And I don't believe it is for another reason because the voice shows high levels of stress. But here's what I want to give you some context before I play it. What you're going to hear is a piece by Peter Valentino. Who's Peter Valentino? Peter Crawford Valentino is an actor, a writer, a director, a producer, a musician, and teacher living in Los Angeles, California. He has a production studio in Hollywood where he and his team have been continuously producing quality short and feature films. So a piece came out today on TikTok. 
This is four minutes, 40 seconds. I want you to listen to it. I want you to keep in mind who I just said this was. This man speaks more truth in four minutes than I've heard from 99% of the people in uniform. More truth than anybody on Capitol Hill. More truth than any politician. More truth than any lawyer. More truth than any professor. And the other part of this video, he's not even speaking to conservatives. Wait till you hear this and keep what I just said in mind. He's not even speaking to conservatives. Take a listen. Hi, my name is Peter Valentino. I'm Hold on. Hold on just a second here. We got a volume issue going on. Hi, my name is Peter Valentino. All right, hang on, folks. Technical problems. We're going to solve those in just a second. Hang on. Hi, my name is Peter Valentino. I'm outside today because I hope that you will go outside. Being outside is a very important thing to do. America is a great country with lots of outdoor space, beautiful, beautiful places. And I hope that you are enjoying those today. Now we know that our beaches have been closed. So much of our land has been uh, put off limits to us, the people. Uh, our rights have been completely taken away in many of these cases. And I'm asking you today to look at the person who has done this to you, to us. His name is Bill Gates. And I want to ask something of you. It's very important at this time that we realize what it means to be an American. To be a patriotic American it means that you are in favor of the Constitution. But this man, almost single-handedly seemingly, but with the help of Fauci and uh, several other fascist traitors, have taken over our entire health system, have taken over big parts of our government, and I am calling for the arrest of Mr. Bill Gates. Now, why do we have a militia in this, uh, or the ability to have a militia in this country? Why do we have that ability? Because in these times, when we are being taken over by a foreign power, by a foreign government, then it becomes a call to arms. So it's going to be some form of militia, uh, either state, some federal, uh, or a militia of patriots who eventually arrest Bill Gates. And that's what is going to stop this. The only thing that is going to stop this is the arrest of Bill Gates. So I am calling for that. It's a very, very important message to you. We have to stop him. We have to destroy his ability to uh, be our leader. He has put himself in the position of being our leader. Uh, we have been so liberal and so uh, open and just say, oh, whatever you want. And we've given him our education system with Common Core and we've given him uh, a big play in our uh, system of vaccinations in the country. And so he's, he's a very powerful man. Uh, but he is illegal in this country. He has done so much against America that he has become, obviously, so, to so many of us, a traitor. And he has to be taken out. He has to be removed. And this is going to have to be almost a military kind of action because nothing else will stop him. Now, I want you to look at your Constitution and understand that you in law enforcement and the military and all of the politicians have been 
uh, sworn to uphold that Constitution. And in this case, we are being taken over by a foreign power. That foreign power is obviously the UN. When you have a WHO, the World Health Organization, that is an agency of the UN, and this man, Bill Gates, who practically owns this organization, has taken over the country and the world. We have to see, as, we, as it becomes more and more exposed, that there have been false figures, that the coronavirus has been way, way, way hoaxed on us. Then we have to see that we have to make a move as people, and we have to arrest this man. That is what is going to stop the COVID problem, is the arrest of Bill Gates. I, I call upon you to uh, take it upon yourselves. I call upon you men. Why do, we, why do we have guns? Why are we allowed guns? Because when it comes up, when uh, foreign power is taking us over, there, there has to be a call to arms. We have to realize that that's what we have, and we have to uh, take our militias, take them seriously, uh, reform them. Uh, really, if we had understood what was happening, instead of there being a run on toilet paper, there should have been a run on ammunition. So we need that now. And I really do feel that if you stay within the, the letter of the law, the Constitution, and understand your rights under that, that your president will back you up on that. He may not initially, but he has been very supportive of the protesters across the country. If you do it in the name of patriotism, now, I'm not calling for you to, uh, to kill this man. He must be arrested, and he must undergo due process of law as a traitor to the U.S. And this is a very important thing. Uh, I'm thinking ahead for you, and I'm telling you that this is the next step. It is the obvious next step. I'm Peter Valentino. I hope that we can take this step together. Thank you. Let that sink in. This was a Hollywood producer a Hollywood director, an actor, and he has a studio. He just burned his entire career with one video. And so that's what we call having courage. Now, my guess is that this time with Jim Caviezel and his courage to stand up and speak truth to power is leading others to do the same thing. Mel Gibson is coming out now much more bold than he ever has. He's always been a maverick, but he's been speaking truth to power. This is powerful. This is a very powerful time. I, I, I will tell you honestly that when I heard this video, I was stunned and enraged. And this is why. I was stunned that we had somebody in Hollywood that was speaking to liberals. That's his, that's his audience because he's referring to this president. That would be President Biden. It's definitely not President Trump. And so that is... That's courage. He's also, and I'll post this in, in the. I think it's already up there, but I'll repost it or pin it in Telegram room for Bards FM. He's standing in front of an ivy background, which is very symbolic because if you know the famous, it is literally the pedophile painting portrait of Obama. He's standing in front of a ivy background. This is exactly where Valentino's standing. So there's a lot of symbolism. In this, he's speaking truth. So I, someone had suggested earlier when they were, we were looking and re reviewing this video, asking the question that this could be AI generated because the hands are a bit blurry. I've looked at this and I'm not convinced that's the case at all. I think this is a legitimate video. I've looked at it the way the hands move. The, what, what the question was is because there's a, there's a lot of graininess on the hands. 
depending on how he filmed it, like if he filmed it with an iPhone, the digital lens doesn't necessarily articulate well when there's a confusing and very a background that's very busy like a like there is here and it can actually lose that detail especially if it's at a bit of a distance that's my personal opinion that it was probably filmed with a cell phone and those because they're not glass they don't use real glass they use digital uh, processing for the whole lens that's how you get your zooms and the whole thing you can lose some clarity and detail um the other takeaway for this like i said is the voice because his voice there's stress in his voice it's well done and um I mean, when I say that it's accurate, so I don't, I don't suggest that there's a, I'm not saying it's not possible, but I, I think the likelihood of this being an AI generation is pretty low. Either way, the message is on point. And it's directly on point with what we needed to hear and what people need to hear. So that's my, that was my part of my, when I said I heard this and I was also, my response was both in, in, in astonishment of who was saying it and second was rage. I would say frustration with rage is why have we not heard this from the people in uniform? This is the truth right here. And it's not there. Where you're finding it is are the people that are essentially at, at a veteran status now, which is fine. I mean, if that's what it takes to take back this nation. But again, the hard testimony for today is this. We have some real heroes that are in uniform an equally number of heroes out of uniform. This is as it was back in 1773, 74, 75, and 76 at the beginning of our country. And it was a time when people had to come together and face a superior force. The United Kingdom was the greatest force in the world at that time. And they were dealing with as colonies and so when you read the Declaration of Independence and they talk about having to break their bonds, what they were saying is they were having to separate their bonds from the f familial ties of Mother England. And many of those were blood ties. And when you go on to read the Declaration of Independence, which I think is so apropos right here, and you realize how much sacrifice was made. So I, I'm just going to go through the first paragraph, which I haven't done for a while. In the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and, and, and nature's God entitle them. So right there, they're breaking bonds with Mother England. That's the dissolving of political bands a decent respect to, to the opinions of mankind, meaning the respect of humans, requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to separation. Now, this is really important because this whole testimony that they give is actually very Christian. They give the cause, they give the testimony of why they're doing this. And that goes into the list of the list of grievances, which is what most people don't spend time reading, which is I'm not going to do tonight, but it's really important to get into those and understand exactly everything that they were listing out, why they now had to break from England. In this passage I've read so many times, which is the important piece here, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such form of government, meaning despotism. That's not an option here in this country. 
never was. And that's why it gets me so frustrated when people swear the oath to protect enemies, foreign and domestic. It takes, it takes us right back to this document, which is it's not your option in uniform to be able to sit on the sidelines, bunker up, think that this is going to blow over, give some excuse to the fact that you did your service in time and now it's not, you're, you're done. The oath is for life. And the oath for life refers directly back to this phrase where it is your duty to throw off such forms of government, despotism. And if you think that we're not in a despotic government, you might want to look around a little bit. We have men in skirts going into the bathrooms with little girls, men with their, hanging their junk out doing twerking in these parades, and you have whole groups of people in a community saying we're coming after your kids. And one of the most, one of the fastest growing industries in the world, which is child sex trafficking and child pornography, which now represents well over 200 billion a year. And on a global level is probably higher because there's about 8 million children trafficked each year. We know that there are at least reported 750 plus thousand cases of children going missing in this country. We know that there's about 86,000 children that are unaccounted for that came across the border into our country. We know that we are the biggest consumer of child pornography and pedophilia-related issues in the world in this country. So if people are wondering where the war is, there you go. And through the children, you shall find freedom for the nation, which is true. But there's another part in this Declaration of Independence which is very important. And it's the, it's the heart of what these people were facing. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. That's, their, that's your friends, your neighbors, your mother, your daughter, or your mother, your, your father, your cousins that are back there when they were here. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by the legislator, legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. But just like folks here that took the shot, just like 90% of our military, they were like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And it goes on. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. We could change that. We have reminded them of the threat and the risk to humanity and what's being done to us here as a nation. That's my words. And it goes on. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity. Yeah, we did that, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They, too, have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. Okay, so it goes on. We must, therefore, acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them, as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies and war and in peace, friends. This is a very powerful statement, and it's so fitting to where we are right now. This is literally the divide we have. So again, I go back to what this day represents. I know it's great to say thank you for your service, soldiers. I'm sorry. If you didn't stand up to this vax, you're not getting that from me today. But I am going to thank every single person out there that had the stones, uniform and out of uniform, to stand up and do what was right at whatever cost because it took a lot and it will continue to take a lot 
And so we then move down to the final part of the Declaration of Independence. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. That has happened over the last few years. It's happened in this community. It's happened in, in War Room's community. It's happened in other communities of people realizing just what's at stake and standing up and doing the right thing. So there's still time. We are in the 11th hour. There is still time. But I'm not emboldened by those that were waiting to come to the fight. I'm excited by the people with the heart that are in the fight. And I, I see it every day. I interact with it every day. We see it at Bards Fest. I see it online. I see it in other actions around this country. Some people are part of the Bards Nation. Some people aren't. But there's true hearts of patriots right now. And these hearts of the patriots, this, you are not distinguished by whether you wear a uniform or not. What you are distinguished by is your commitment to God, country, and family. Standing on the absolute bedrock of the Declaration of Independence and the rights given to us by our Creator. That's what distinguishes the patriot that's willing to sacrifice everything for those things greater than themselves, put it all on the line to literally put their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor out there on the line for what is truly right. That's what takes real courage. Hat tip to a few people that have really come forward and are my friends and just wanted heard. Mark Fallon, Master Sergeant Delta, retired. Joe Vega, Sergeant Major Delta, retired. Pete Chambers, Lieutenant Colonel, retired Special Forces. And Corey Terry. Thank you. These are good people. These are good men that represent the beret and represent everything they stood for. And they give a lot of hope for others to look at them and understand their strength. Patriots, let's pray. Father God, we want to thank you for this day. Thank you for the great Americans that in these, this hour have stood up and been mighty. These are great Americans that have done things that will never get the notoriety. They won't have war stories written about them. They won't be lined up to have a president pin a medal on their chest. But they have done the right thing to lead a nation from darkness to light. On this day, my prayer is that each one of them is blessed. And those that I've spoken the names of and those that I haven't that are unspoken, you know who they are. May you bless them, Father. May you provide them with the strength and the courage to continue forward to lead the many. May you give them the respect 
of the king, honor of kingdom that can be delivered to them and those around them to really see the glory of what the children of Most High look like. For these now are the men and women of the Most High, walking towards a place, some deep in the walk of Christ, others entering, but this is the body of Christ. So, Father, we ask for the strengthening of these ranks, the mightiness that this army may show in this hour, the true Gideons to stand up, the Davids to stand before the Goliaths, the Joshuas to lead the armies, and the loyal soldiers of the kingdom to follow. May this be a day that we mark, that it's a day that we never forget. It's the turning point in this fight where we the people begin our march back, having been ambushed and seemingly overrun and overwhelmed, but because of a handful of people, respective to the population that never bowed, we now are turning the tide. Father, that's truly the power of faith. And it's a reminder for others to see and witness. So I just ask, Father, in, in my personal prayer, that that can be recognized by others to be a moment of empowerment for them to truly see what strength is and now strive to be strong themselves. I say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So thank you, patriots. And that's patriots. That's American patriots. This is American Patriot Day, the day to celebrate independence with the mighty warriors. And now we stand arm in arm, shoulder to shoulder, each with our gifts and talents, each emboldened with the Holy Spirit, each knowing that whatever comes before us and from the enemy will not succeed, each knowing that you have a place in this battlefield. Lean into God, ask him where he wants you, trust in him, and go forward with the mightiness of the heart of David, the ferocity of, of Joshua and his army in Jericho, and the absolute glory, knowing that only 300 can defeat an army a thousand times bigger. That's Gideon. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I hope you all had a very blessed Independence Day. So begins our offensive from this day forward. I'll see you tomorrow for Bended Knee. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something I just want to breathe again Dive into the deepest end Oh, I want to feel something Let me get back in my body Oh
Just to feel.